Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. It's Mailbag Monday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Mario Tirabasi. We're going to get to all of your Blackhawks related questions. It's nice to be back in the studio. Yeah, for you. For the first time in, what, 10 days or whatever it's been for me? It has been a while. Yeah, it's been a yeah. long time. So good to be back here. It's nice to make the ride in. It was nice and easy today. Mm-hmm. Got myself some Pompeii for lunch. Get to see Lawrence. Oh, Pompeii. It's all go. dressed up. I'm not yeah, trusting. He's, he's got places to go. He's in his formal wear. There's a new guy I haven't I mean, met yet. Hey, new oh, guy. Oh, that's Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Jay. Mike's good awesome. to meet you, man. Jay and Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's Hello. good. Nice, nice, fun mailbag Monday. Uh, some stuff to talk about too. Scott Powers had his what he's hearing mm-hmm. thing. We can probably get to as the show goes on. I'm sure some of the questions will address some of those things as well. Tidbits and information. Yeah, yeah. So uh, remember, by the way, today is the last day. If you want to guarantee Father's Day delivery for our Father's Day sale at chgolocker.com. So if you want to save that buy one, get one half off offer, that runs through the 18th. But if you want to guarantee Father's Day delivery, guarantee, guarantee, today (laughs) is the day you must place your order by. So go to chgolocker.com, get that order in. You'll buy one, you'll get one half off. And if you order it by today, it will arrive in time for Father's Day. So jump on that sale. Mm -hmm. But remember, the sale runs through the 18th. But to guarantee Father's Day, do it today, chgolocker.com. I've got my uh, OG CHGO shirt on. we got a bunch of new Hawks designs, mm-hmm. uh, tons of cool stuff available at the stores. The new Bear stuff is out. I saw uh, the new baseball designs are yeah. there. So, look, if you're watching us, chances are you know and love someone who's a Chicago sports fan. So hook them up. Go to chgolocker.com. And as always, die hard save, so become a die hard as well. Let's All right, should we start uh, firing off the questions here? We can officially start because shirtless dart guy is, is hoodie dart guy today, but he is out there firing up a dart, which means it is time to start our mailbag Monday. <laughs> there you go. Officially. Start calling him oh, Connor Bedart. Connor Bedart. <laughs> shirtless Connor Bedart guy. Um, all right. Well, I guess if it's Mailbag Monday, we should uh, we should ask some questions. Open up the mailbag. That sounds yeah. good. And we're gonna Open. start with uh, you know what? I do want to go. An easy, that's an easy one to knock knock out right oh, yeah. away. Okay, let's do that. That okay, one from fine. Cole. All right. This is from Cole <laughs> Wyatt. He says, "Who do you think will announce the Blackhawks' first overall pick on June twenty eighth? Kyle Davidson. Yes." As it should be. Always, will always be the GM making the first <laughs> round. The second round picks, uh, it's it's a little less formal. That's when you see maybe some surprise appearances or just people who are, you know, part of the scouting staff in front office. They make picks like that. But it's going to be Davidson first on the stage uh, after Gary Bettman gets booed for being a terrible GM or a terrible commissioner, rather. Uh, and then Kyle Davidson gets cheered for being a great GM. And uh, he'll he'll select Connor Bedard. Don't yeah. worry about it. He will select Connor Bedard. I think people are remembering when Taves and Kane selected Henry Yokoharu. Yeah, that was the draft in Chicago, yes. and it was the 29th pick. 
<laughs> it wasn't the same as the number one overall yeah. pick in a different city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're not going to see any sort of uh, Blackhawks luminaries out there making the mm-hmm. pick for the Hawks. It will be Kyle Davidson. And look, like, it should be because he's the guy who got them to this point. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. the one whose plan it is. And to get that ultimate prize earlier than expected, it's great for him. And, yeah, put him out there. It's going to be Put a fun there. moment. Can't wait to see if it. If I was him, I'd be like, hell no, no one else is making that pick. Yeah, I'm right. making that pick. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yep. That's for me to do, not you. Go away. Unless it's Hosa. <sighs> then you had Hosa ascend. Hosa could make the pick. Into the building. Just float down <laughs> like the Undertaker uh, did. He would descend if that was Thank the case. Thank you. He would descend, descend from, the, from the rafters. Like Shawn Michaels. Yes. Preferably but slowly. like another former wrestler. Let's not get into oh, that. Oh, boy. Please, All right. Let's sakes. get to now. He just hurt. Now I'm sad. Anyways. Okay. If, um, if they, yeah. if they, it would be cool, though, if Hosa did make one of their picks because uh, if you were paying attention this weekend, one of the social media videos that the Blackhawks put out, they interview uh, a number of players and the name is escaping me right now, but that player is Slovakian, and he says his dad knows. Uh, oh, yeah, Marian I saw Hosa. that, too. Oh, that yeah, is yeah, now yeah. going yeah. to bother me that I can't <laughs> think of the guy's name right off the top of my head. Mm. I will find it. Well, here, while you're thinking of that, uh, since we're, what, 16 days away from the draft? Is oh, that right? Yeah. Yes, today we is day 16 away. Just confirm that and you know that we're going on a road trip? Yes, we are going yeah, on a road trip. We're going to sell. It's a sell. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh we want you to come with us, though. We want you to be with us in Nashville. And if you're going down, we're going to be there at Hopsmith. That's the Tuesday event, June 27th. Happy hour and meet up before the Hawks make history. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, each ticket includes all you can drink from 1 to 4 p.m. Food and our new draft pick T-shirt. No one will guess what that could look like <laughs> or who that might represent. Yeah. Diehards get 20% off. Uh, but again, join us at Hopsmith in Nashville. That's Tuesday, June 27th. Happy hour and meet up. Go to allchgo.com slash diehard-events to get your tickets if you're a diehard or just go to allchgo.com, uh, our event page, and, and buy your regularly priced tickets there. But we'd love to see you down in Nashville. We're going to be there all week. Uh, we are getting there Monday. We are leaving Friday early morning to come straight back to Chicago for development camp. Um, so we're going to be there all week. And I know we're going to have a, a bit more of a like informal meetup on Wednesday as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Those plans are being finalized, but come down, come join us. It's going to be a great time. Samuel Hanzik. That is the name. There you go. <laughs> See, I didn't give you time. Gotcha. Now. So if he's there at 19 or wherever they pick in the first round again, uh, that'd be cool if Hosa popped in. Sure. So he's not doing anything else. Nah. All right, so Staying here we go. Out. Let's uh, continue mailbag, mailbag Monday, this trademarked uh, brand that yeah, we've we created. Yeah, we created that. We um, and this is the title of the show. I want to get to this early because I want to put a poll up in the YouTube about mm, this. Uh, good this is from Eric. He says, not sure if I missed this being discussed, but would you change the goal song from Chelsea Dagger? Kay. And if so, which song would each of you pick for a new one? We we discussed this before. Was this last summer we had that probably big discussion? Sounds about yeah, right. We, we, yeah, we talked about this ago, last yeah. summer. Um, you know, I think it will be changed eventually. I don't know if they do it this year. Um, I think there's there's definitely an effort to kind of change over eras uh, of of hockey here in Chicago and. You know, with the 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 cup run, the modern day cup runs that the team went on. All of those players are now gone. Uh, the coach, the GM of those uh, teams are gone for much different reasons. Um, 
And I think, you know, as part of the, the new faces that are coming in, the new era of young, young players that are going to be coming in, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if they changed it along, along with that new, you know, kind of the new era mindset. Um, if they kept it, I don't, I don't mind either. Cause it, it sticks with the Blackhawks as, you know, a, a recognizable goal song, but I know it also represents an era that I think the organization is trying to like step out of and step into something new. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's changed uh, this season, next season. I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't touch it at all. I agree with everything you're saying. And I, part of me is like, let that be the song for that group. Mm-hmm. And even beyond the Kyle beach stuff and, and all the, the bad things that have come out of that. I still think that belongs to those guys. Yeah. And with mm-hmm. Taves and Kane gone, it sets up a nice opportunity to make the change, mm-hmm. right? Like, because when else are you going to have such a clean break between these two icons and the next one? Mm-hmm. Those two leave, the next one comes in. It is a perfect spot to change the goal song. And I think that what they should do is let players pick. Yeah, I, I like that idea as it's well. Funny. It's funny. It's fun. It, gives, it, it allows gives, the players to show some personality. Absolutely. Yeah, get to know a little bit about you know, put a little bit about their musical taste or their sense of humor. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I know though, uh, I think it was our, our friend, Chris Dubio, who's, you know, he does a lot of, you know, PA work and he's on, on the technical side of things in, in hockey broadcasts. He's in our chat now. I think he's been the one that's pointed out like how much of a technical logistical nightmare that would be to have individual songs for each player. Because sometimes goals oh, yeah. are reviewed Especially, and, yeah. you know, you don't know who gets that. tipped or all that stuff. Who gets stuff. the own goal song? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. You could do like... <laughs> womp, womp, womp. I remember what they used to do. The Hawks would score. They would play You Shook Me All Night Long. Mm-hmm. And then usually like the next stoppage would be like the player song. Yeah. So Sharp Dress Man Sharp or Johnny Be Good yeah. or or it would be... Hockey like a hurricane. If it was very clear... It would kind of be a part of that, and then they would fade into the new song. Yeah. So there's ways to do it. But, yeah, I mean, of course, it's complicated. But get yourself a roadcaster. Come on. Love <laughs> yeah. that roadcaster. There you go. Shout it's out the best thing ever bought. I think, if the they, button. I think a good way to transition from Chelsea Dagger to something else is to kind of do something like that where, you know, players, if they want to choose something else, uh, you play Chelsea Dagger and then you fade into that the player song as after yeah. it's, like, confirmed or whatever. You could do both. Um, and, yeah, if players if players don't want – to have a song then they don't get a song and then if you want to transition to oh now our new song is this or this is our new whatever you can do it that way as well i just i just think eventually it's going to change right it will and it just feels like if you're going to do it here's a really easy spot to justify yeah so I mean, I know me personally. I always, I, I hated that song in real life before it became the Blackhawks' <laughs> goal song, and so then, then it did, became did the Blackhawks' goal song. Did it change song. your opinion? <sighs> celebrating three cups to that song? Oh no! I mean, I tolerate it now mm-hmm. as a oh, it's yeah, da, 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 what I, I just like I. It's a terrible song in real life. Yeah, it's, so. it's not the it's not the you know, uh, it's not the best musical uh, accompaniment. No, it's not a good song. No. Not the best pop song ever written. She get drops of Jupiter. Now yeah, that's talking. Be the hey, there you I go. see where you're going. With that. that's, a, that's a callback. Everybody just sings along. That is a callback yeah, from like I don't know, like <laughs> who knows when that's from. That's yeah. a train song, right? Oh, that that's definitely nice. a train right, sure. Oh yeah, that was sure. a song that made them uh, big pop stars. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. 
Okay, so we're done with that. Yeah, I mean, what, I'm, what I'm, just not, I'm your, not passionate about it either yeah, way. What would be your yeah, goal song? Yeah, that's the question. Is what my goal song? It's yeah. Raining Men by the Weather Girls. No, no, no. Like for the Blackhawks. For like, oh, what for would Jay. you replace it with? Um, boy, I let the players pick. That's that. That's the route I would go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not cool yeah, enough. You're I'm the old. players now in this scenario. But I'm so 45. Like, no one wants my feedback on yeah, it. I want you to play. I want you to pull pick up the national. Spotify list like, and see what sparks you know, my interest. Um, Althea by the Grateful Dead. Just a nice 25-minute live version. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the wrong guy to ask uh, what uh, a gold song would be. But I always think about, like, wrestling entrance music. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, just... You know. just you know, just break the glass for Austin. Nice glass I would, I just, yeah, maybe I'll use the Shawn Michaels as my goal song. That's a good one. That'd be fun. That's a good one. The, the that, that, gets boy the, that gets the crowd going. Yeah. Uh, McLovin says, use a Chicago-related band. Fallout Boy. Hey, there Smashing you go. Pumpkins. Everyone loves that. You know, I actually, when we did discuss this like a year ago, I was trying to come up with a good Chicago band, and I, I, want, I want it to be new because, you know, you don't want to, like yeah, the pumpkins. Sure, they were cool in the '90s, but again, let's yeah. try and update. Yeah, cater, cater to the kids. Yeah, and I don't know which way to go. There's a band named Dead D E H D. Terrible spelling. That's spelled wrong. It is. Uh, they are an awesome band, but I don't know if any of their songs work. Mm. But they are like pretty upbeat and all that good stuff. Horse I mean, Girl. There's They're there's young. definitely They're a lot cool. of good good hip hop coming out of Chicago, but. I don't know how much of the intersectionality. I'm never of going to a game again. Hip hop goes. They played the hip. They played the hip hopity. The 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 Sabers. Uh, I don't know if they still do it. It was at least last year or the season before. They had a remix of like "Let Me Clear My Throat," and I loved how that sounded after they would score goals. The few a, times that they did. Have a Chicago artist come up with one for you. Just I'm, do better than a Dallas Stars one. Oh yeah, Dallas. Stars, yeah, Dallas, no. so, so original, and that is it. that is ministry. At least Al Jorgensen, I believe, yeah. does that Dallas Star song. Get Al Jorgensen. So I mean, amazing. you're in Dallas. You asked Pantera to do your goal song. What are you doing? You would think, right? Get the Cowboys from Hell on it. Yeah. Don't take care of it. What are you doing? Jesus, mm. Stars, you idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, but the, I mean, like, I don't know. I think people oversell the like. It has to be a song from a band from Chicago. No, it doesn't. It has to sound. It doesn't cool. have to be. It has to sound cool. You could definitely. Find, yeah. You can you could find a local tie-in, make it fun. I think like Zero by Smashing Pumpkins is a timeless rock song. Hell yeah, that would totally work. But that sounds almost like a taking the ice sort of a song. Yeah, versus a goal song, a celebratory something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like Kayla's. I came in like a wrecking ball. That's a good one. Sure, <laughs> sure. Something yeah, real yeah. slow, just to yeah. throw people I off. Came in like a wrecking ball. Okay. Yeah. Right. Why not? That's... Okay, we can move along. But I there is a there is a. Uh, a poll in the chat and would right now uh, yeah would you change w- should the blackhawks move on currently no is move just on. barely leading right. i mean it is a it is a decisive or divisive topic amongst blackhawks fans like i i feel like i'm not gonna be shocked if that's split 50 50 by the end of our show i would like to know the venn diagram of people who don't want to change it and want patrick kane back is that just a circle hi <laughs> Because I think there's just people that just don't like change. Yeah. Like, this is how it's always been. This is how it should be. This is what I remember. I love it. Why change it? Yeah. Um, And then there's people that are like, give me the next thing. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how I am. Like, new era. Give me an era. Give me a marker for an era. I'm fine either way. But, I I mean, because I see the the let's move on, let's do something new, let's, you know, let's have a a new marker for, uh, you know, for the the next – 
group of, of players that are going to come through and hopefully the next group of memories that you make with the team. Um, but also, I mean, I, I think you're right to say that like the song is tied to that run and those players, but it's also like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's become a black Hawks thing. So it could stay tied to the organ. I don't think many people would have a problem with it. I just want to say one thing as a, as an aside, it's time to get, let's get, uh, here come the Hawks back featured in games. Yeah. Like you never hear it at all anymore. Not they used to play it on the organ at least or. Yeah. I would, I would have that tied into games. How about that instead of the good old hockey game? Yes, well, you're going yes. to a hockey game, so that song must be played well, at least both. once before uh, the game. Every hockey game I have ever gone to that has had music or anything has played that song. Here Come the Hawks is a great every song. Every single game. Yep. I don't know. At, at, I agree. It's not the greatest song either, but it's apparently required. All right, let's continue with our Mailbag Monday. Uh, this comes from effects. Andrew Pajak. Hypothetically... What does a trade look like for the Hawks to move into the top 10 of the draft? Will Connor Murphy be moved? It's going to take a lot. Yeah, it feels that way. It's feeling less likely. Yeah, and I I feel like Kyle Davidson uh, in his comments at the draft combine really dropped dropped some doubt of them moving up because, as you know, it takes two teams to make a trade, and teams in the top 10 are not going to back away from the opportunity to get a high-end first-round caliber player for less than a huge price tag. And, you know, I, I know the Blackhawks and Vancouver connection has been played out a lot. Uh, I, there's no reason that that door should be shut. But I and think... And that's 11. And that's at 11. Yeah. yeah, that's not even top 10. Um, I just think you're going to have a hard time convincing a team for a fair price, quote-unquote, um, to move out of the top 10. I just I, I don't see it happening. Um, I, and, and from what Kyle Davidson said, it kind of feels like that, that 19th pick, I'm, the, the more I, that we get closer to the draft, the more I'm feeling they're going to either make that pick or they're going to move back. The, yeah. the less I'm feeling like they're going to try and move up. If there's, they can try. I don't know if they'll If succeed. there's three or four guys they, they kind of value equally at 19, then why not trade back two spots to pick up a fourth or whatever? Yeah. You know, yeah, I think it makes sense. But I think that top 10 is very unlikely. The Vancouver thing is feeling less likely because the more I think about that, like even if Vancouver has to move Besser or Garland or whoever, it's not the same as moving Mrazek. Like, those guys have value. Right. There are good teams that would want those guys and look at them as not horrible assets to take on. You're not going to trade 19 for 11 and Besser, and that's going to be it. It's no, there's no not way. Not at all. There's you're, no way. You're going to have to give up something of value. Yeah. Lesser yeah. value than, you know, your top players or top prospects, but you have to give up something that you're going to be like, to, to make that kind of deal work, you're going to give up something that you're going to be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks to lose that yeah. asset or that player. Yeah, those guys are good and young. Peter Mrazek was bad and old and expensive, and they had and to move that deal. And, yeah, right. Like that, it, it, they're not they're not comparable. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, question in the chat from Bedard's burner: Why are you? Why are we trying to move on from the three Stanley Cup era? It's one of the all time great sports stretches. Embrace it and enjoy the memories. Yeah, we do. But I think at some yeah. point you've got to. The new era is here. It arrives in sixteen days. Like right. do, do we. I mean, the 85 Bears were great, too, but it's time to... 
Yeah. It's time to move on. The 2015 Cup was eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Eight years ago. It, it, it was it was a long time ago, uh, as far as sports sports time frames go, uh, and yeah, I mean every player that was part of that that run is is now gone. Um, you have young, exciting, upcoming prospects like Lucas Reichel, Frank Nazar, Kevin Korczynski, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, coming in. You have Connor Bedard, uh, on, you know, on deck to be part of that group. Um, you know, I, I I don't think there's I don't think it's necessarily a move on thought process it's more of like hey let's bring in a new vibe let's embrace the future instead yeah. of looking back to the past all the time and look those you memories celebrate, you can celebrate the past and nothing's going to change your memories that's what our show friday was about the tw- that's what it was about it was yeah. the 2010 cup it was mm-hmm. the uh, tw- 13 year anniversary yep. we yeah, look I back on, on that all deck, the time but God like yeah. you know at some point like i'm excited about the future i've yes. i've talked i've talked about those three teams for the last you know, 13 to eight years, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say, to you know, 13, I mean? eight to 13 years. years. Like yeah. I'm good. Like, it's great. I'll never forget it. I'll rem- remember most of it fondly, but I'm really excited for what's coming in a couple months. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. more exciting to me than looking back on anything. As the mighty coach Ditka once said, my friends, <laughs> the past is for cowards and losers as he signed yet another endorsement check for a championship. He won almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's go to showtime. Uh, what do you think Isaac Phillips' future with the Hawks looks like? I think he has looked interesting this far. thus far. What do you think it would take for a trade with Vancouver to get the pick? Oh, yeah. and we did go. that. Uh, My bad. I'm an idiot. Let's move on. Uh, how about this from Tom? No, we can We can answer Showtime's question okay, because right. they have asked it uh, many, many, oh. many oh, times. Again, okay, here, so now this is my, I'm going to bone to pick with you guys. If you've already answered this, why are you sending this the file? I think the fil- I, because people don't listen to every podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. that's important for us to remember as hosts that not yeah. everybody listens to every five episodes every week. Well, they if don't. they did, we wouldn't get the same questions over and over. Oh, right. And Isaac Phillips is an important part of the team next year, theoretically. So I think that the interest in him is is valid. Um, and I I'm excited to see what he has to do too because I'm trying to remember a Hawks prospect defenseman with like his measurables of size and speed and athleticism and puck moving. Mm -hmm. And like, he kind of checks all the boxes. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying he's Brent Seabrook. He's not, but that's like kind of the only guy that really comes to mind that had all of those things. But I think Isaac Phillips probably a little bit better of a skater entering the league yeah. Than Brent Seabrook was when he entered the league. Now Seabrook obviously got very good at skating, and it was one of his assets. Despite not being a very speedy, he was an efficient skater. Yeah. Um. But I I just really like you look at Isaac Phillips. You're like that's an athlete. That is a guy who's gonna be. Yeah. If you saw him walking down the street, you'd be like, that's somebody. Mm-hmm. And he's looked good on the ice so far, and I'm I'm really looking forward to him getting a full chance. Yeah, I I think he should get a, a much longer look in the NHL this year than he has uh, in the last two seasons. I think what he's shown at the NHL level in those uh, stints that he's had is has been good enough to to warrant at least kind of, uh, you know, right in that in that bottom third pair cusp of uh, of being in the NHL. And he's what, 21, 22 years old. Like he's he's definitely uh, ahead of, you know, the pace of most young defensemen that are that are coming up. Um so I think he'll either he'll either be the top part of the top pair in Rockford this year, or he'll get 
uh, an opportunity to stick around in the NHL for a long time or for a, for a long portion of this season. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I think him, uh, guys like him and Vlasic and Kaiser should be the top three young defensemen that get opportunities in the Blackhawks uh, with the Blackhawks this year. You also got Alec Regula as well uh, in that mix. Cause then you're going to have guys like uh, Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro, most notably coming into Rockford. So the timeline of these guys is going to start to get pushed as more young talent uh, makes its way into the professional ranks. So, yeah, I, I, I think Isaac Phillips checks a lot of great boxes. I think his upside is probably a, a really solid number four, number five defenseman. Can't have two, can't have uh, enough of those. And uh, he's a good kid too. So it's, it's yeah. all around. It's a good, good person that you want to have uh, as a hockey player in your organization. So, yeah, I, I think the Blackhawks well, should definitely um, – give him a, a little bit of a run this year. It's also a huge opportunity for him because, like you said, he's a couple years ahead of the real solid defensive prospects the Hawks have, so he's got a head start. Mm-hmm. So he's got this year to kind of prove himself. And then kind of going back to the Connor Murphy question that someone had that we didn't get to yeah. yet, um, if Isaac Phillips emerges and has a really good year and looks like an everyday NHL player, then maybe somebody like – Connor Murphy, they're more likely to trade. Right now, I don't think you can do that because you don't, don't have enough think. proven NHL talent on D. Yeah. Plus, he's a great leader, a great guy, yeah. longest tenured hawk, all those things. Mm-hmm. But Phillips, I'm sure, knows, all right, this season's my best shot because I've got Korchinski and Domaster and all those guys you mentioned nipping at my heels. And if I don't come out and impress and earn an everyday or close to everyday role this year, I'm going to get leapfrogged by mm-hmm. two, three, maybe four guys next season. And then what? Right. So uh, he's got to make the most of this. I'm confident he will. I just, I really like his makeup. Uh, again, I don't think he's going to be an, uh, a you know career number one or two defenseman, but a four, a solid four or five, that'd be great to have with, with, with all the assets he has. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just really hope that he comes out you know, ready to go, ready to prove his place and, and earn it. 100%. Okay, now we're going to get to Tom Quinn's question. He says, do you see the Hawks doing a deja vu trade with Toronto with Matt Murray like they did with Mrazek, one of the lower second-round picks for pick number 28? Uh, no, not for Matt Murray uh, because it sounds like, from what Kyle Davidson said at the – Draft combine, uh, he is not looking to add any more NHL goaltenders uh, to the mix right now. It seems like he is very confident in Morazic, Soderblom, 1A, 1B at the NHL level this season. Uh, and then Jackson Stauber, Drew Camezzo uh, in Rockford. You also have, um, oh, his mind is, uh, his name is escaping me right now. Who's the fifth goalie? Um, Stauber, Camezzo, Soderblom, not Dylan Wells, they moved him. Mitchell Weeks. Weeks, yes. Yeah, Someone with a W. Mitchell Weeks as well. I <laughs> uh, almost said Kevin Weeks. I wish he was in the organization. Uh, no, Mitchell Weeks. Yeah, I, I, I think as far as goaltending goes, they seem to be set as far as their professional ranks go. They might draft a player. Yeah, right. But I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think they're, they're gonna take on um, bad contracts in the goaltending market. I think they will take on a bad contract or two. Uh, I don't know if that happens at the draft or later this summer. But um, I don't see it happening with, with Toronto and Murray. I don't again. know. Matt Murray, by the way, he's got one year left at 4.687. So it's not like 
this crazy rich deal that's impossible. Morazic to move was for like them. four and a half, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll they'll figure something out with Matt Murray. I think if they're, if they're going to move a contract, it'll probably be a bigger one than that. Um, and to get the twenty eighth overall pick, that's there's no shot. There's no shot they're going to give up that and Matt Murray just to get rid of four four and a half million bucks. Yeah, probably because they don't have a, without. They've got they would not have a pick then until the fifth round of this draft. Right, without something coming back like yeah, a second or so yeah. or so. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't imagine that that deal gets made. But but I I do think taking on taking on money is is definitely an option that Davidson's gonna uh, gonna go for this offseason. Uh, Narfin says, I'd rather the Hawks had three goalies because Matt Mrazek is going to get hurt, and more than likely, whoever comes up to back up Soderblom is going to sit on the bench a lot of those games. Well, I think that's not the worst thing either because Soderblom is going to be your like 1A or B, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to split time anyway. So a long run for Soderblom isn't the end of the world. And look, Stauber came up and looked good. Maybe you give Drew Camesso a sniff and see how he does. Yeah. Like, you've got a lot of options there. And anytime a goalie comes up, it's a, it is a luxury to have three NHL caliber goalies on your team. Mm-hmm. Very few organizations have that. Right. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I think, I, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, if and when Peter Morazic has to, you know, miss some time, um, I, I think bringing up a guy like Staubers is not a bad option um, because I think what they want to try and accomplish is give Drew Camezzo as many opportunities to play in Rockford next year, um, kind of like what they did with, with Soderblom, you know? I know he came up and played uh, about a dozen games uh, because of injuries, but, I mean, it was it was Stalock and Morazic that were getting injured back and forth, back and forth. Um, so I know he got some more games than maybe they they planned but i think you know they stauber has, has played played well in rockford played well in his in his time in chicago if he has to come up and, and play a backup role i think that's completely fine because i think the organization wants drew Camazzo to play as many games as they as he can um so that eventually in the near future Soderblom and Camazzo can 1a 1b it at the nhl level and you can feel confident in that pairing yeah and um Eric is saying, no, 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 don't rush Camesso. It would be a spot start here or there. Yeah, It's, it's not, not going like, to be a long run by any means. It's not, here, go ahead, now you're an NHL goalie. Um, they did it with Soderblom two years ago. Yeah. He had a couple starts a couple years ago. Yeah, he like two or three. Yeah, and then they ease him in and bring it in. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move on to more questions. Oh, and uh, Bijan says Darren Pang can be number three. There you go. <laughs> yes. Take him from between the glass and put him down. Yeah. There you go. Holy jumping. <laughs> just, just keep his pads ready. Yeah, there you go. Just have him broadcast in pads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we want to remind everybody, though, that the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve by helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That's right, Jay. ComEd offers a variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. How does that work? Well, I will tell remind you. Remind me. It's been I a while. Will, I will remind you. Uh, an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they could start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated savings, cost savings, project costs, 
potential incentives, and a simple payback. So if you own a business, Sean, don't wait. Yeah, Sean. Get started saving money and energy, or as we say, Monergy, today. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to, I'll write this down, comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz? Biz. B-I-Z. Schedule your appointments today. I did it. I'm scheduled. Good job. I'm doing it. Hey, light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the Sportsbook app, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and use code CHGO. That's code CHGO only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Remember, you've got uh, Game 5 tomorrow game five. night. Not, probably not much hockey to bet on yeah. uh, for a while, so get those bets in before it's too late. Kind of a bummer. we got our pick of the week coming up here in a second, mm-hmm. but first we want to tell you, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com. I'm sorry, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. There you go. There you go. Nice. Got Not through that. How's the, how's the mouth feeling? Good? It's real swollen today. Yeah? I don't know what the deal is. I feel mm. like I got like a mouthful of uh, cotton balls, like mm. the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Do I sound all right? Yeah, you sound, you sound fine. Yeah. Yeah, you don't sound like that. I'm actually due for my ibuprofen. I'm going to take them right now. There you go. Perfect. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. You take the ibuprofen. I will... Uh, Jay does drugs on the air. <laughs> There's a headline for the show today. I will tell the people about the DraftKings. You're single there. There you go. DraftKings pick, pick of the week. And uh, it is a big week in the NBA and the NHL. We could be handing out the Larry O'Brien trophy and the Stanley Cup in the next couple of days. And, hey, shout out to our, our friends at DNVR yeah. in Denver. Uh, they're they're about to celebrate, potentially celebrate. Yeah, preferably tonight because I have uh, the Nuggets in five on DraftKings, and I would like that to pay out. There you go. Otherwise, well, I'm not a good gambler. Hey, that's what we're going to bet on. We're going to bet on the Nuggets to uh, raise the banner, as it says here on the DraftKings app, the quick same-game parlay built just for you. Uh, it is called the Raise the Banner Same Game Parlay. It is at a plus, plus 550. It is for the Denver Nuggets to win game five against the Miami Heat. Also, Nikola Jokic, 30 points or more. And also, Nikola Jokic, five rebounds, or 10 rebounds or more. Excuse me. Jamal Murray, 25 points or more. Jamal Murray, eight assists or more. So Oof. a five leg, a lot of legs. Same gig, same game parlay. Uh, but I like those odds. Plus five fifty. The series average for Jokic in this series in the NBA Finals: thirty point eight points per game, thirteen and a half rebounds per game. So that thirty and ten, uh, the points you might sweat sweat it out a little bit, but you should definitely feel pretty good about those averages. Jamal Murray, averaging in this series twenty three point three points per game, ten and a half. Yes, assists is, per game. He's so one of only three guys who've had uh, 10 plus assists in his first four finals games, I believe. There you go. In history. So, hey, 
You get on DraftKings, use the uh, same game, quick same game parlay called Raise the Banner. Bet some money on that at plus 550 and uh, root on the Nuggets to win the NBA championship. And the DNVR bar can celebrate its second uh, championship oh, in as many years. Poor Denver. It's, it's, it's How rough. do they get through it? That's really rough. These, these long off seasons I had to deal with. <laughs> it's real tough. Everyone's interested in trading up. Cubs Rule Sports wants to know, what are the percentage odds that the Hawks move up? 13. Uh, I'll say <laughs> 6. <laughs> 6.9. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. nice. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, here's what, here's I, I what I'll tell know. you is, is, is Kyle Davidson has been, and I know we're not used to this with the Blackhawks, Kyle Davidson is telling you what he's going to do. And relatively he transparent. telling you. We would like to move up. We don't know if it's going to be a possibility, mm-hmm. but we have all the assets we need to do whatever we want to do. Yes. So just sit back and enjoy it. At some point, just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. Because you can stress don't and crunch all the numbers. and about all these random trade scenarios you're seeing on the internet. They're not real. Right. Until they are. <laughs> Until they are. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's all just people like us and you just kind of... You know, connecting dots that maybe exist, maybe don't. Spitballing. Yeah, that's it. It's spitballing. Sometimes for clicks, sometimes If I was betting if the Hawks were trading up, I would bet against it. I would. Yeah, like we said earlier, I I feel like the percentage chance of them moving up is lower than the percentage chance of them using the 19th pick or trading back. Yes, but not significantly so. There you go. Throw some more gas. I'm going to say this. They will pick twice in the first round. Okay, I I like that. That I will put my... Uh, Mario Terabasi guarantee on, which take it for what it's worth. Yeah, okay. Not much, but love it. All right. Getting back to the mailbag. Uh, This is from Larry Price. Uh, He is at What Are You Doing 34. Uh, He says, Do you see the Blackhawks using one of their higher picks to trade for a prospect or a very young player to get an immediate injection of younger talent? I feel like that would be a better route than going for high cap guys. See, now I think that, and he sort of mentioned that too. I think that trading for a younger player is a possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to trade 19. For uh, it, Again, we have to get specific here about who we're talking about. Right. Right? Like Because 23, 24-year-old star players aren't dealt very often. Right. So it's a pretty limited sample size we have to go off of historical trades, right? You can look at Tavo Taravainen. When the Hawks traded him and Brian Bickle to Carolina, yeah, but you, you had to move that Bickle deal too, which is something the Hawks would be in position to do. But you've got to go team by team and find out which teams are in that sort of a situation. And true? when that happened, that was on nobody's radar. The Bickle Teravinen thing. What did they get until back like in that, that day? That day you started to hear like they might have to give up Teravinen to get rid of Bickle. I'm like, and someone said to me, I'm like, you're there's no way in hell <laughs> they're giving up Tavo Teravinen to get rid of Bickle. Just keep Bickle. And they did it. Well, they and did it worked it. out well, didn't it? Uh for Carolina. Yes. yes. yes it what did. did Carolina give up in that? A uh, second round in twenty sixteen and a third in twenty seventeen. So yeah, I mean and 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 Teravinen was a young, up and coming top end prospect. So, yeah, if there's a team that needs to move a bad deal uh, and they need to sweeten it a little bit for the Blackhawks with, uh, you know, one of their upper-level prospects, I would be fine giving up one of their seconds and one of their thirds, either this year or next year or whatever, uh, to, to, sure. do, to do something like that. And, and, you, and so you, having 
uh, what seems like unlimited amounts of picks in the next three years, you know, 19 of them in the first three rounds in the next three drafts, um, having that flexibility to be like, yeah, we can give up one or two or three picks or whatever we need to do to, to bring in this ready NHL young player right. now. I'm fine with that. So you said, it, it, what, give me the return again. 2016, was, what round? It was Bickle and Teravainen for a 2016 second and a 2017 third okay, from, so from In the second round in 2016, the Hawks drafted Alex DeBrinkett. It was not that pick. <laughs> was it the Chad Chris pick? It was Chad Chris or it was Arter Kuyamov. Neither of whom have ever played for the Blackhawks. Right. And then what was the 2017 return? Third round pick. Okay, let's look at that. I'm going to guess they traded it. Uh, Chicago took <laughs> oh, no. Andre Alter Barmakian, who they traded for Marc Andre Fleury, if you remember that. Wasn't that the same guy? No, that and was. And Evan Barrett was that was that 90th overall pick. Evan Barrett was the Carolina pick? I don't, it doesn't oh, say it doesn't so, play. but that would make sense, right? Carolina 2017. Yeah. Early third or late third? Late third, late yeah. Late third. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, no, uh, they traded uh, Michael Hakarainen. Oh, same thing. For uh, for Fleury. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all of those players in from those picks uh, never played for the Blackhawks, uh, except, yeah, no, none of them. Remember, Kyle Davidson said it a couple months ago. In your typical draft, you get one NHL player. Yeah. That's... That's the reality. Yeah. And when we talk about gathering all these assets and everything, that's why he's doing it. Because he's increasing the chances of NHL players. I saw something in my drug-induced uh, haze last week, <laughs> kind of projecting the careers of all the Hawks prospects. And it was, of course, from, from Wally. Very numbery. Yeah. Which leaves no room for, like, work ethic or conditioning or any of those things. It's all TW, projection. TW. But, like, yes, basically exactly. everybody sucked. <laughs> I thought that was from except, Jay Fresh, except though. Connor Bedard. Uh, I think I'm. I, I think I know the thread you're talking about okay. from from our friend Wally, who uh, runs Shy Prospects. Great uh, job on Twitter. Way. Does does a fantastic awesome. job. Yeah, but that that projection and information was coming from uh, a mixture of Jay Fresh data and from top down hockey. It is very numbery. It is very. Uh, it is. It skews way to the analytics side. Um, but I think there's, there's, there's some, there's gotta be some, some, you know, grace given to those things. Uh, but I think for, for, for the most part, it is a pretty decent projection. Um, but it's, it's short term. It's, you can't use that for, for career because so many things can change, right. You know, based on who you play with, you know, who's your, who's the coach, uh, injuries, you know, uh, all, all those things. How many times have we seen, you know, late late blooming careers turn into you know potentially hall of fame players like sure it's, you know yeah. it's it, projecting an entire career is such a just shot in the dark so yeah i i think i th i think there's a uh, better chance than not that the last three draft classes of the blackhawks one by kyle davis and two by the former gm are going to produce more than just one nhl player per draft so I think that I think running on that momentum going into this this upcoming draft and the year after it, it again goes back to the point of like being really excited for the future because I think you're going to you know you're going to get a couple draft classes where you get one, two, three, four actual legit NHL players like you you take that uh 
you take that any chance you can get him. And remember, uh, and Nick says this here, Reichel's analytical stats aren't very good, but he's going to be a special player, mark my words. Patrick Kane was never really an analytic darling either. Patrick Kane, when you look at his analytics, uh, he he drags teams down when you put them into the computer because of his analytics, because... You can only max out so much offensively, and his def- and his defensive deficiencies, which he's had his entire career, make him one of the worst analytical players in a long time because of how bad he is defensively. But his skill set is so unique and elite, especially at the peak of his career, that you can't replicate that offensively. Right. So there's only so much you can you can I see too on. like when you're talking about even like the very very basic analytics of like Fenwick and Corsi where Kane would drive he it, he was very great at like the one and done scoring chances yeah you didn't see his lines like peppering mm-hmm. he would get the puck get in the zone maybe not, some tic-tac-toe one great yeah. scoring chance and it shifts over not not a high volume player but right it's because the the quantity or the quality of, of those chances were so high and he usually played with guys who finished them so you weren't getting you know oh four shots on a shift you were getting one and you're getting a goal right so yeah it's again the 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 middle ground between super analytics and eye test i think is where you got to kind of yes that's the sweet spot things. exactly are we diving back into the mailbag, gentlemen? I think we yes. should. Let's yes. dive back into oh, the mailbag. Let's do it. And this is from Berkey. Berkey. Uh, could you guys do a redraft show using our first round <laughs> picks from the last 10 to 15 years? Why would we do For that? For example, <laughs> oh, God. taking Byram and Zegras over Doc at three. That would be fun. Maybe. Well, let's, let's pin this tweet for August. Redraft. We'll, uh, we'll, which we'll year do, do you want to we'll redraft? Do some, we'll do some redrafts. Uh, Redraft the 2019 draft. Yeah, you know when you look at it though, we we could redraft this the lottery picks and Hughes yeah. w- w- went number one correctly. Yep. Right. Capocaco uh, went number two. Mm-hmm. He has one more point in uh, 29 more games than Kirby Doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowen Byram, Stanley Cup champion, defenseman, very good. Alex Turcotte went fifth. Only 12 games, no points. Moritz Sider's been good. Dylan Cousins been good. Uh, Zegris has been good. Matt uh, Boldy. Matthew Boldy's been good. Caulfield. Caulfield's been great. That's another guy who fell because he's small. I'm telling you, people. Yep, small king. Quit, quit sleeping on us short kings. Yep. Um, us. But I mean, Doc would probably still be. Doc would be in the top ten. Top ten, seven, eight, probably in there. Yeah, because look at what he did with. Look at what he did with Mon- with Montreal this last season. I think that's that's starting to chip away at the iceberg of of his potential at the NHL level. Now, is he going to be uh, the Ryan Getzlav that he was kind of? Uh, I want to say put on a pedestal for, but I, I, well, he's got to be healthy. He's got to be healthy. That's his biggest and problem. Health and confidence can go a long way for a player, and they go together. And they go because yeah, when go you're together. feeling like. I can get hit and not get hurt. You're going to play in a more confident way. I I would love to go back to uh, right before the the shortened uh, 2021 season. I would love to go back and not have Ilya Safanov hit Kirby Doc in the World Juniors exhibition game. Seriously, and see what happens to Kirby Doc because he was he was heading into that tournament 
captain of Team Canada. He had just come. Uh, the last time he had played for the Blackhawks was the uh, bubble postseason, where, where he, he was really came out of his shell. Maybe the best hawk started looking really good. Had a lot of confidence. Was going to be captain of Team Canada for a team that went on to win the 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 gold medal at the World Juniors and then go in to the NHL season. I would love to have seen that Kirby Doc healthy and playing for the Blackhawks and seeing how history would be different. Yeah, definitely. And you just said it. Like, how many times have we seen a guy a few years into his career finally hit that stride and become a star? Yeah. I, I've, you know, we talked about it when he was here. Kirby Doc's biggest enemy was up here. Yep. It was all belief in himself and the confidence in the injuries. And if he can figure that out, and let's say he plays, you know, 75 games this year and has 65 points or something, yeah. then the buzz is going to start again about Kirby Doc. Yeah, right? ab- absolutely. And look, like Montreal is set up to put him in a position to to succeed. They have a lot of quality young players to, to, to play with him. He doesn't have to be the player to drive the team. They have Nick Suzuki. They have Cole Caulfield. Um and he's not being shoehorned into being a center. So all the thing, all the things that we said, stop doing to Kirby Doc. Yeah. Stop playing him in a in a checking role. Stop playing him down the lineup. Stop playing him at center. Montreal's not doing that. And lo and behold, yep. as long as he's healthy, he's doing pretty fine. So, Thirty-eight points in fifty-eight games last year. Yeah. So you you have an organization that is handling him the right way. You have a fan base that really believes in him. I, that that can only be good for him. So I uh, want to get a comment from the chat from Hoplite two two four. He said, "What did Davidson do, Davidson do to quote get them to this point? He didn't even manage to tank right. He got extremely lucky lucky in a draw. That is all. Uh, last year he moved the Hawks from the twenty fifth overall prospect pool to fifth in one summer before a game was even played." Um, they've got several of the top prospects in hockey without Connor <laughs> Bedard. Some of your ibuprofen, please. I don't know how he didn't manage to tank right he traded everything he could they finished one point out of being dead last right i don't know i I think there's just people that just don't like him because he didn't used to punch people in the nhl sure and if you're not some old meathead you're not a valid gm he came he came into the uh position with a plan of stripping the team down being bad and playing the lottery and they won. Right. That was his plan. And by the way, had they gotten a second or third pick, this rebuild would still be on track. They would with, still be just fine. With, yeah, Fantilli or Carlson or Smith or whoever they would take in that spot or Mitchkov. That's just. Would uh, it be delayed by a year or two? Probably. Bedard's that shortcut, as Chris Peters said, but he's the, done everything he said he's going to do. The people that are are still hating on or skeptical of Kyle Davidson are are in the group of I just want to be mad at something. Or they're just completely not paying attention. That too. Yeah. All right. Next. Anyways. Well, okay. Let's go next to Alex Divi, who says, when do you think Philip Kurashev is going to get an extension? I would hope it's a bit more long-term now. When do you think? Oh, wait. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, I, yeah. It's on the off-season it's, checklist. It's going to happen. Done. There's no. There should be no... Uh, no concern about that. He's young. He his arrow is pointing up. Um, there's no reason that he won't be signed. I don't know how long of a deal that they'll go. Um, I think the organization likes Philip Kurashev. Uh, so I I 
I, I think you can and the other thing too is with Kyle Davidson, he has the ability to plan for years down the road. So yeah, would you like to see Kershev get a longer term deal? Sure. Do they have to do that? No. Like you I if if he comes out with like a I don't know, two year, two million and change deal, uh, I think that's completely fine because you 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 I believe would keep holding his RFA rights because he's still not to that age range yet. Um, and you give him, you give him some, some, some rope to kind of find that health and consistency again that, you know, he needs. And, and when he had that consistent play, had that consistent position in the lineup, his play started to elevate. So I think the organization believes in him. I think they don't need to overextend on Philip Kurashev and, keeping the the flexibility with the cap and, and everything uh open is a good is is a better option to uh to have for a team that the Blackhawks aren't contending yet so they don't need to be cap constrained so yeah Philip Kershev this summer sh- probably a shorter term but a decent amount of money too because hey he's he's part of the the getting to the cap floor too yeah Yep, I'm. Whatever they do with him, I'm happy. I know he's still got a like. We all very much like Philip Kershev, but there is still a lot to, that remains to be seen from his game. Uh, sure, he's got to yeah. be more consistent. So I don't think you need to give him five years or, or five million bucks or anything like that. But no, um, you could if you wanted to. I, you yeah, to. sure. I, but I, I don't. I would not sweat that. He's going to be back. Yeah, one way or another, and it won't be a one-year deal. I don't think. No, no. I think two, maybe three, but probably, probably wouldn't. I think by the time that his next deal is done, I don't think he'll be at UFA status. I think they'll keep it to where he's still an RFA. Right. So, yeah, probably two years. Yep. Next. Next. This is from Just Julia. Uh, is there any real merit to the Combine? At this point, their athleticism should be apparent. Yeah. No, the, the Combine, a huge part of it, probably more important than the actual workouts is the interview process. Yeah. That's it. Um, and... The, the Blackhawks, you know, from what Kyle Davidson said at the Combine, they had 65 to 75 players that they were interviewing. Um, it, they're only going to make 12 picks, if that. So you, you just try and, you know, get as much information from these guys, get a good feel of the players. And, um, you know, you, you're not, you, might, you might have a player be available to you down the road that you never drafted, but you remember your draft interview. And yeah. you remember if they really, you know, had a good interview or had red flags or anything like that, that, you know, down the road, they're a free agent or they're part of a trade deal that's offered to you. And you say, you know what, that guy really rubbed me the wrong way. Or, you know, we really wanted that player, but they weren't available when our pick came up. So there's, I think that's the biggest part of the combine. The, the actual workouts and stuff, there's some merit to it. I think, you know, if, if you did the combine on ice, obviously the injury risk is high. But I think that would translate more than, you know, some of the some of the other things that they do. But like the the VO2 testing, the, you know, the the uh, strength output in their uh, standing broad jump or anything yeah. like that. Those are good. Those are good metrics. Yeah. I Just like any combine, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be one of those things, especially in hockey, where it like makes or break a pick. Yeah. Unless there's an astronomically terrible or great performance. But you'll see in the NFL. Who was the guy that Bears drafted that had jumped out of the pool? Remember that? He was like, it doesn't uh, matter. He sucked. Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this guy, he jumped out of a pool from a standstill. It's and like something a and lot he, like, of jumped, people He can just, do. like, slaughtered the combine, but he doesn't know how to play football. Yeah. Like, that's a, di- that's a different thing. Was it uh, Darius Hayward Bay? 
the wide receiver that ran the fastest uh, 40-yard dash in, like, 30 years or something like that and went from, like, a second-round uh second second round grade to being like seventh overall because the Raiders yeah. were just like we need his speed and yeah. just like and he on the field does it make anything. that big of a difference no uh, I was drawn Gilbert by the way for those there asking. you go there you go uh, drawn, um, good old drawn Gilbert yeah who could forget <laughs> yeah good old all right we got two more so let's Jump get through right them and we'll pool. wrap up all right, the, this one is just kind of playing off that last uh, thing uh this is from Mike the Blackhawks so says, why am I so in love with Connor Bedard thanks because he's awesome he's gonna be great yeah and, you know, I, I know we it seems like we're getting ahead of our skis here, but I, I, I really feel like the the character aspect of of Connor Bedard is, is really high. Um, and it's something that, you know, as, as much as the on ice and the skills that he's going to you know bring to the uh, to the Blackhawks once he is the first overall pick is going to be great. Um, but I think, you know, we talk about, oh, he's going to be the next captain. And it's like, yeah, I actually believe that. Um, his quote, going to get it here from Ben Pope. Uh, Connor Bedard was asked, this was at the draft combine. Connor Bedard was asked about turning around the Regina Pats being comparable to trying to turn around the Blackhawks, and he took some offense to that. There's no difference between guys on teams. You're all in this together. The full quote from Bedard says, I think it's pretty unfair for you to say about rosters and talking about players and whatnot. For me, going to Regina, I had a lot of good players with me, and I don't think I was turning the franchise around. We were all trying to win games together. Whether, whether, wherever I end up, if I'm playing in the NHL, it'll be the same thing. There's no difference between guys on teams. You're all in this together. So I don't think I would think about it like that at all. This is a 17-year-old kid talking to NHL media saying, hey, don't unfairly say that my team sucked. Right. Like, I, I just, yeah. I mean, I, compared to me, they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about this kid who has every reason to be the most self-centered douche on the planet. Uh, and you're talking about a kid who like is just super respectful, always thinking about his teammates, yep. checking in on his teammates, his friends, you know, really, you know, coaches and scouts and, and athletic trainers, team doctors, equipment managers, like all these people that have great things to say about him. Like, I think that is why not only is he a great hockey talent, I think it's going to be really exciting to have a player uh, and a kid whose you know maturity level seems to be through the roof so I, I, to the question i think that's part of why people are really getting excited for Connor bedard is not only what he can do on the ice but the kind of guy he seems to be off of it my thing is too when you're looking at prospects listen to the people that cover them talk about them mm -hmm. like we we started it's odd that we would pay as much attention to a prospect as we did this year because he is so special mm -hmm. and this year was so unique for the blackhawks that it was really the sole focus but listen to the people whose job it is as a living to cover these guys and all of them just rave about everything about Connor bedard mm -hmm. everything i saw but i retweeted a video from craig button today from TSN just saying like how great this kid is top to bottom and how wonderful he's going to be. And like, it's just the people that's job it is to analyze these guys have been drooling about this kid for two years, mm -hmm. at least, at least he would have been the first pick last year. He would have been if, if eligible yeah, two right. years ago, probably would have been top five. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people have known that Connor Bedard is this dude for a long time. Yeah. And then every challenge he's gotten from you know, exceptional status to world junior championships. He has smashed them. Mm -hmm. And now there's people that are like, well, he didn't necessarily destroy the combine by any means. 
okay. Yeah. Like he didn't like tear his shirt off like uh, the Incredible Hulk and, you know, bench 9,000 pounds, but it's hockey. By the way, to the people who say he's too small, can you just like look at, look at the comp, a few pictures from the combine. He is going to be just fine physically. He's swole. Yeah, he looks kind of jacked. He, there, there's, there, there are pictures of him next to some of the other prospects, and I'm like, it looks like he's the trainer for that prospect. Like, don't worry about him physically. He's going to be just fine. Yeah, he's he is a ripped young man. Yeah, I wish I looked like that when I was 17. You did. We'll just tell people you did. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll do some photoshopping. All, All right, right, we got one more. All right, yes, let's let's dive back into the mailbag, uh, our trademarked mailbag Monday mailbag. Uh, this is from name optional Lisa ST two one three six. Yeah, it seems like that's your name. Uh, so she says, uh, so looks like the team is doing exactly nothing for Pride Month. Does that mean we can now be sure that quote we aren't doing jerseys out of concern for the safety of some players unquote was just a lie? And they're really just concerned about catering to homophobic assholes? Well, I think, hold on. I I think you're making lots of big jumps here. So first I will say, Lisa is correct. There is not a singular singular acknowledgement of Pride Month on their social media. There's no shirts for sale. There's no rainbow Blackhawks logo. There's no anything like that. Well, and yes, go ahead. Uh, I would like to, uh, and look, we can we can argue that when we have before the merits of these sometimes empty gestures by companies mm-hmm. trying to sell some pride merch or get into good graces of people. I don't know why the decision was made to not acknowledge Pride Month at all on our social media. Yeah. Would there have been blowback? Yes. Would the blowback have been justified after their Jersey Pride Night decision? Yes. These are the things you have to live with when you make controversial decisions. Mm -hmm. So I'm not ready to say that the pride night will never happen again or pride jerseys will never happen again, or the Hawks are afraid of right wing nut jobs or whatever it might be. I don't know the answer to it, but I think it is worth pointing out that there is not a single, a single Mm -hmm. tweet image, anything acknowledging pride month on the Blackhawks social media. What it means, I don't know, but yeah. that, that is that I'm just stating a fact. I agree that there should be, uh, especially after how Pride Night went uh, this last season, uh, there should be some sort of concerted effort to do a little bit more uh, than they've done, which has been so far zero. Um, but I think to the vantage or to the point of the Blackhawks view, I, if I'm not mistaken, the last three two or three junes pride months uh they have been one of the last uh in the league to do anything on social media so i don't think it's necessarily (laughs) it's necessarily a negative thing coming from the organization i think it's maybe part of their social strategy to wait until maybe around the pride parade, which happens late in the month in the city of Chicago. That is my, I'm being fair to the team. Sure. Personally, I I think, like I said, especially the way pride, the pride night uh, events went this year. um, I think you need, you, you need to be visible. You need to be doing more, even if it's just saying, these are what we're, this is what we're doing out in the community to help fundraise or to help, you know, bring visibility, whatever, you know, if, if you want to promote what the Blackhawks are doing to to help, 
and to be visible and to, you know, uh, be supportive. I think that's what you should do more than just, oh, we're going to change the logo to, you know, be a rainbow. If you want to highlight what you're doing concretely, that's going to go further than just changing things. So I, I would like to think the team is doing more than nothing, but from an outside uh, perspective, I've seen it. I've seen nothing. So that's what that's right. what's in, in, in the brain right now. So I, I would hope that they would do more. I would hope that they would be better. Um, but we'll see. Look, actions, right? And like you said, changing a logo is one thing, but actually doing things in the community. Mm-hmm. And I know they had a they had a joint release uh, press release with the other teams in town about gun violence mm-hmm. earlier, probably later last week, actually. Cool. Do something. Put your money where your mouth is. And hopefully at the end of June, we'll say, here are the things the Blackhawks did to support the community yeah. uh, during Pride Month. Here yeah. are the donations we made. Here are the events we held. Here are the, yeah. you know, uh, th- the organizations we're lifting up and spotlighting, but nothing has happened so far. That's and we, just a and, fact. And we had the discussion about the, you know, when we were talking about the expansion of Fifth, of Fifth Third and how, you know, people in that community said they want to see more from the Blackhawks, you know, investing in, 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 in the black community and being more... Uh, you know, being more visible there and, and, and doing that, like that, it seems like they are putting in work to be better in those in those areas of uh, diversity and inclusivity surrounding hockey and surrounding the Blackhawks. But it ju- it it just seems to me, as an outside uh, observer, there could be more being done. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. All right, that made us run a little long, but that's okay. I want to remind everybody, it's summer. Almost, not officially, but almost officially summer. It doesn't feel like it today. So if you're still looking for a hoodie, you need one today, Foco.com. Looking for some shoes, signs, bobbleheads, Foco.com. Go into a Cubs game or a Sox game, get your Aloha shirt, your straw hat, your polos, your bags, everything you need for a game at Foco.com. Looking around our set, you can see all the really cool stuff that Foco has given us, those bobbleheads behind us, some of the merch on our bookshelves, all that great stuff. Donate it from our friends at Foco. Get some for your man cave, your she shed, your garage, your car hole, whatever you want to call it. Go to Foco.com or click the link in our description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that's Foco.com, F-O-C-O dot C-O-M. Yeah, and if you want to pair some great sunglasses with your new Foco merch, then might I suggest our friends at Shady Rays. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Shady Rays has you covered for the warm weather weather that is here with premium polarized shades at affordable prices. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good, nay, better than any expensive pair you or I have ever owned with durable frames and extremely clear optics for all of your outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacements program. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. So you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you make your purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is also providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through their Shady Rays Impact Program. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now. 
and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days of purchase. Exclusively for our great CHGO listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and you're going to get 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses when you buy them together. Uh, by my math, that is buy one, get one free. So go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, real quick, some breaking news from Elliot Friedman. Oh, boy. Looks like the Rangers have their new coach. You want to guess? Is it Joel Quenville? It is not Joel Quenville. Oh, hey, who is it then? Peter Laviolette. Ah, yes. Reach into the recycle bin and pull out a guy. Oh, look, it's Peter Laviolette again. Peter Laviolette. Yes, the guy who's riding one Stanley Cup for 20 years. Yep. There you go. All right. Sweet. That's it. All right. Make sure you smash that like button on the way out. Make sure you are subscribed I to really our YouTube you were channel. Say Joel Quenville. <laughs> nope. 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 Ooh. nope. All right. Laviolette. Uh, what else? Like the uh, leave us a review. Well, I was just gonna say that oh, you know well. we you want to update we had the poll? Our, yeah the poll question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hundred and sixty-seven votes. By the way, I only have forty-six likes, which Ooh, to me seems brutal. weird because I know we don't have tank spins to, to click, do, but right? like yeah. keep liking the video. Greg showed uh, his feet yes. on Twitter. Come on, yeah, yeah come he on. did. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'll have to do that. Anyways, um, as of now, the vote is saying. Uh, should the Blackhawks move on from Chelsea Dagger? No, 63%. Ooh, all, right. all right. We got cool. no crowd today. Like I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my whole thing is I'm like... I'm indifferent one way or the right. other. Change would be fine. Keeping it the same would also be fine. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, back tomorrow. Full power. Full strength. Greg's here. Three of us will be here. We'll talk about stuff and things. Uh, we'll preview game five, of course, which is tomorrow night. Uh, but on the way out, again, smash that like button. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Subscribe on your podcast app. Make sure you're following us there as well. Follow us on Twitter at ch underscore Blackhawks. Leave us a five-star review. Buy stuff. chgolocker.com. <laughs> Last day to order for the Father's Day sale, the guarantee yep. Father's Day delivery. Buy one, get one 50% off. chgolocker.com. All right, that's enough. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.